0: Every single And welcome to the polis that's spelled with a Y podcast. I'm your host, Kendall.
1: And with me as always is Jared. Hello, everybody. Jared, what have you been reading? All right. First, we'll do my X-Men minute. <laughs> it might be a little bit longer than a minute, but uh, I have, uh, for whatever reason, been kind of slacking on, I just picked up my books from like the last three weeks, so I had a, more than a, like a couple handfuls of x books to uh catch up on and everything right now is leading up to the big x-men crossover called um
0: x of swords
1: Swords. yeah so uh there's a couple books i think i don't know if it's like new mutants and wolverine might put in their last one before the event gets started so everything's like next and x of swords they have uh uh I don't talk about this now. They have some kind of cool inserts where they talk about uh they don't really kind of give the story away, but they talk about character design of like the the group of baddies that are gonna be um probably invading Earth or whatever, or Krakoa, which I I would imagine. Um so uh definitely sounds pretty interesting. And and, and reading all these books kind of in a row, we're starting to see how um you know, there's a lot of the same characters, Psylocke's in a lot of the same books. Um, Cyclops, Beast, uh, obviously Xavier, Wolverine is in a lot of those books. Um, Gene, I think Kid Omega. But there's there's definitely um, a group of mutants that seem to be kind of you know in a bunch of these different books and I think it's all going to be you know, in combination. But we're starting to see um, how I think a lot of these different stories tie in and how there's really different threats to Krakoa Um, On multiple levels from different areas, if it's, like, um, from Empire, um, the X-Men version of that was... And I don't know if we talked about this on the last one, but Scarlet Witch essentially resurrects uh, Genosha. Uh, But um, they're zombies. (laughs) (laughs) And it's zombies with their mutant powers, and they're pretty much self-aware. And then... Right as that's happening, like the uh, – I can't remember the actual name. Like the tree people that's involved in Empire, um, they stage a war or, or like an incursion um, on Krakow – or on Genosha at the same time. They're so the, They're the Chitauri, right? Yeah, the Chitauri. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, they're invading Earth through Genosha because they see it's a calm spot. Like right as that happens, Scarlet Witch resurrects everybody. So they're like getting attacked um, but of course, the zombies don't like it because the Jatari um, are trees; they're not meat. Um, so um, it's a whole bunch of other stuff, and then of course the X Men get involved. So that's kind of like a you know kind of unique tie-in. But then there's a group of older ladies. I don't know if they're like the arborists; that might have been their name, but they have like. Like tree shamans, and they have these special powers, and they were trying to infiltrate Krakoa in some earlier stories. Uh, but then, like, there's the Russians are trying to get involved with, and then there's other anti-mutant factions, and I'm just really starting to tie in all of these kind of bad guys together. Um, it's been pretty interesting. Uh, marauders. Uh, Kitty Pride, her big thing was she was she hasn't been able to trans, uh, go through the portals, mm-hmm. um, and then she and they were afraid if she would die they would be unable to resurrect her. Um, a couple wishes ago, um, Shaw kills her, and then some of the recent issues is uh, um, she had a hard time. I think there are up to like fifteen times they were unable to resurrect her. Uh, they were expecting her to break through like gold balls, his egg or whatever, um, but since it's Kitty, she actually has to teleport through. So they you know, figured it out. She's resurrected now. Um, she's pissed off. And now they're going after the, uh, I think he's the red or black king, black king, I believe, on the council. So mm. um, she just got her knuckles tattooed. Hill <laughs> Shaw. So she, she's, she means it. And I would just assume, so this is what I'm thinking, like that's a pretty permanent decision for like, of course you want to kill him, but it's like everyone can be resurrected. So it's like, are you going to kill him, kill him? Or, you know, mm. but the thing with the tattoos is that, so if you would die and then you would get resurrected, I'm assuming the tattoos are no longer there.
0: Well, what I, th- what I wonder is can Kitty Pride just phase the tattoo ink off of her?
1: That, that's we'll see. That could be it too. She's like, maybe it's just a really simple thing. I decided just to go through this pain instead of waiting like, you know, six to eight weeks in the mail to get, you know, custom tattoos. I could, you know, temporary tattoos I could put on my knuckles. <laughs> yeah. It's but I'm thinking. Like, this have to be able to go away. Like, you know, you could die and then all your tattoos are gone. So it's like, if you really wanted to, you know, you could, or you could get, you know, someone really drunk and tattoo something really obscene on them. But yeah. you know, you're a mutant and they die. Then it's like, well, guess what? That penis that tattooed on your back just came off. <laughs> um,
0: oh my gosh. I, I forgot about the gold balls. Like I knew that they could resurrect, but I forgot that they used gold balls as a,
1: as like the <laughs> plot <laughs> device for
0: that. I hate that so much. Like I, ugh. like I really, I really want to 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 read to like dive into this like X Men stuff and just like put aside all of my like nerd biases and just kind of ex- like be like, okay, you know, it's it's okay that this isn't like. You know, just like, it, it, you know, it continuity doesn't matter. Like, it's okay that these things don't ring true to my versions of the characters. I'm, you know, let's pretend like they're fake X-Men or whatever. Let me just read through it, you know, but it's just like specifically with gold. Cause Goldballs is a minor enough character that they won't reset him. You know, yeah, you know what I mean?
1: They, but honestly, like they have not mentioned him or the other uh, of the five that does the resurrections mm-hmm. much out of their, like initial couple things. Like, yeah, he's, they really don't talk about that much, but I can see where you're coming from. But he's just, you know how it is. Like he's a, he's a,
0: he's not a character <laughs> that's been around since the sixties. Like he's a, been, he's been a character for like probably, probably less than 10 years. And this is a major thing for his character. They, th- there's, there's a pretty good chance that he, when they reset everything else back to normal that he'll just get like written out of the book or some like he's not gonna like this is this is probably where his story ends well I don't know if I mean what if the five die can the five
1: be resurrected
0: I don't know what i I don't I don't hardly know what that
1: means oh, sorry. I, <laughs> well gold ball part of the five so it takes five mutants together to resurrect everybody when they put their powers together.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. No, okay. I remember. Okay. I remember that now, but still dumb. Sure. <laughs> it's yeah, I it's, it's fine. It's fine. I, I don't mean to, like, No, hey, I didn't write the books. I'm not Jonathan Hickman. Yeah. So yeah. I heard of my feelings at all. I <laughs> no, did. I know. I just, I just, I don't, I'm trying, I'm really trying not to be the guy that complains about everything. Cause sometimes I can be that, but
1: man, this, I, but yeah, come on. It's like, it's, Yeah, it's definitely a weird way to get to mutant resurrection.
0: Really, really. And honestly, like, I can, I am, I have come to the point where, like, I'm okay with the mutants being, like, basically villains. I'm okay with the portals to the island. I'm okay with the weird, the weird uh, plants that make you better and live longer and all that stuff. It's just, it's just the freaking, the freaking resurrection and really just the resurrection stuff in general. Like, cause, cause I don't, I don't know. It, it's a little too something.
1: Well, that's the thing too, is that they have like Nightcrawler who's having ethical debates about bringing people back Mm -hmm. uh, because it flicks kind of directly with his Christianity, especially with Jesus in the resurrection. So he has a big problem with it. And then then they have some other stuff too, where it's just like, you know, people's first time um, and just. A bunch of really weird stuff. And, like, which which was it? X-Force, man. It's getting weird. There, there's word that there is um, um, a spy inside of Krakoa, mm-hmm. a, a bad actor. And they think it's tied to the Russians. So Beast is rounding up all of the Russian mutants, um, putting them in handcuffs, and parading them out in front of all the other mutants mm-hmm. to scare them. And hopefully encouraging them to tell on other mutants if they think they're um, spotting.
0: Percy's writing, Percy's writing uh, X-Force 2, right? The guy that's uh, writing
1: Wolverine. Uh, yeah, Percy and Percy's doing Wolverine. Yeah, because uh, I'm really, really enjoying Wolverine. Yeah, Wolverine's really good too. When Wolverine socks Beast right in the stomach and he's like, what are you doing? And then he explains like, you know, we, we need to instill fear in him and all this other stuff, but, uh, this Russian group used Domino, um, essentially spliced her skin and infused it into their soldiers. And they were able to bypass Krakow's defenses because they were seen as mutants. And now they have kid Omega. And now they're like, well, let's see what we're going to do with him. And next is, you know, X of swords. Mm-hmm. So they have some, uh, kind of interesting lead ups. Um, one issue I would have to say was really cool was, um, I think it's one of the last Empire issues. It's an X Men. Uh, essentially, the Tari, um start making their way to Krakoa, and they're like raising the alarms. And there's a couple mutants like, yeah, you think we should do this, or you should grab them. And they're like, yeah, go ahead and grab them. And it's Magneto's and meditation, and they're like, you know, you want to kick some butt? And he's like, okay, fine, I'll help. And then he puts on his like his old, um, you know, like the magenta suit or whatever. Mm goes out there and um he's like uh oh, i can't remember which it was but he's like uh bring up the magma you know from uh krokoa and then get iceman to cool it off and it's like that turns into like molten lead or something like that so he's using just a whole bunch of like molten spears just to mow through the Chitari and goes through like and he takes like all of these like spy satellites and just drops like three of them on this big Chitari general. And then he's like, okay, I'm done. I'll see you
0: guys later. <laughs> uh, man. Uh, I gotta, I gotta say, yeah. Th- but, uh, did you read the most recent Wolverine Wolverine issue four? Yeah. Oh man. That's, that was a great issue with the, uh, he's, he goes to the, he goes to the bar that only has the only has beer and the worst whiskey you could imagine. And then, and like, gets in the fight with the people who like hate mutants and stuff. Like that was a, I talk a lot about the issue where Spider-Man is trying to get across town. Uh, Wolverine getting in a, in a fight in a bar is, is like just, I could read a Wolverine gets in a fight in a bar issue (laughs) just like once a year, like they should drop every single Wolverine run should have an issue like that. Maybe every arc, maybe twice a year, maybe every six issues should have something. Should have a, and well, I guess like you, you want you want an, a scene like that. But I could read a whole
1: issue about once a year. Oh, how about we just do our own series of like it's like Cheers, but we'll, or Pat owns his bar in Madripoor <laughs> that gets in a fight every time. Well, yeah, that will be like at the end. Like he eventually just gets in a fight. Like uh, well, he's like the owner slash bartender slash bouncer. And then there's going to be the, you know, the regulars at the bar. and
0: I think, I, I do think that there's something there though. Like a Wolverine owns a bar. I mean, cause you've had, and there's, you've had like, I think you've had like Luke Cage owns a bar. Like, I I, I think that was, that was a thing. But like, you could definitely have Wolverine as patch owns a bar, like for a whole, at least a whole arc. And he, you know, is solving mysteries or whatever in his spare time. Or I like, would, you, you know, undercover investigating some white supremacist ring or something like that. But like, yeah, the, having, having a framing
1: device of him owning a, of him being a bartender is of great. Roadhouse, just in comic version with Wolverine, with Dalton. What was right. that? I'll have, um, do a shot for shot remake of uh, roadhouse just with Wolverine. <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds good. I'm about, did you read five? It doesn't sound like yeah. Did it
0: come out yet?
1: Yeah, I think it came out this week. Really? Yeah. I read all my books from this week. Maybe uh, maybe Pat Crack got shorted. I won't uh, go into all the details, but um, and they talked about it in the last one, but you know we we definitely have uh, uh, vampires. Oh yeah. Oh maybe I did read that.
0: Maybe maybe I read it. Maybe oh, it came out last week and I and I read it. Might, it. it. it might
1: have been that. Where they drill the blood and put in their blood clocks?
0: That sounds that vamp- yes, yes, okay, yes, I did read that. I did read that.
1: Then like the teens like uh, heisted him out, grabbed his block of ice, and then he
0: mm-hmm.
1: basically said that they're not ready to take over the mutants yet and blah blah blah, but they essentially just infecting a, a town old like a ta- backwood towns in Canada and dropping them off in big cities, well, turning them into vampires and then dropping them off in big cities all that other fun yeah
0: yeah 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 the vampire stuff yeah it was good i i just (laughs) i i crammed a lot of comics into the last two weeks because i was way (laughs) behind and uh i was very tired when i was reading some of the issues so i i didn't retain 100 percent of what i read speaking of not retaining the things that i read you were not reading empire correct no Um, i am not so um i i read i finished empire Uh, and, um, couldn't tell you how it ended. I mean, the good (laughs) guys won and they posed at the end, but nothing happened in this, in this whole series. Like, I think that, I think like people oftentimes will criticize tie-in books or criticize events when the tie-in books have too many, when the tie-in books are better than the main book. This was like the extreme of that because nothing happened in the main book at all the whole time. And then, and then, uh, at least the fantastic four tie-in, which is the only one that I read was like pretty good, but, Oh man, this is, this is maybe, I would say empire is the worst, the most disappointing. And I wasn't even not even disappointing. The most forgettable event that I have ever read. Let's hope they don't make a movie out of it. Well, who knows? I mean, if they do, then
1: it will be better. I hope so. Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, I would say, yeah, I would say, cause I mean, there are events that I've just out and out skipped over the years. Original sin
1: was pretty forgettable. That was like the one that I was like <coughs> thinking about. I'm like, that would probably be the only one. Well, that like, I can really think of recently that I would definitely consider mm. as being pretty forgettable.
0: Yeah. Original sin, I would say is the closest to this because Original sin was both forgettable and then also had tie-ins, which had nothing to do with the book that were better. Cause there were a lot of, cause all the tie-ins for original sins were like this character, this thing, this terrible thing that this character did in the past. Yeah. um
1: The big eyeball
0: guy. Yeah. The big eye. Well, the big eyeball guy was, I think the main story. And then Nick Fury became the watcher or something.
1: Man on the wall. Is that yeah. Him? It was
0: the whole point of original sin was to, was to make it so that uh, white Nick Fury was not in books anymore.
1: Also into guilting Thor and not wanting to pick up his hammer anymore. Yes. Yes. That was a, that was also, that
0: was a, that was a good, that was actually a good side effect of original sin was, but it was like, this is a Jason Aaron. Anyway. um, The other book that I don't know why I bought, I've been buying this long that I dropped was star Wars bounty hunters. Like, it's supposed to be about all the cool bounty hunters, but it's just about this uh, Valance guy that I don't care about. So I finally dropped it after four issues.
1: Good for you. No, too late to drop a book or too early.
0: Uh, Spider-Man Noir continues to be really good. Electro is a perfect Noir villain. Uh, Yeah. Mm -hmm. Really, really solid. Tony Stark also showed up. Oh, that's fun. Um, Thor. You're reading Thor, right? Yeah, solid, solid ending. I think to the first arc. I'll be interested to see where it goes.
1: Yeah, I know a lot of people were um, pricing up the previous or like number five, I believe, because it was like the first appearance of the Black Winter, Dark Winter,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it just turns out that it just mirrors whatever your death is going to be, I guess. So, it's,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, but I guess it was a kind of a big letdown in the trading community because it's like one. I think they Thor just like killed it. On, in six, so it's not like yeah. it's going to be ongoing anymore. So, um, but I enjoyed it. I thought it was really cool. I think uh, Thor is definitely a big badass.
0: I'm, I, I, yeah, I really, I really like them. Sort of. I mean, they couldn't do this forever, but in this first arc, they sort of have established that that Thor is extremely, extremely powerful. So now, now that they've established how crazy powerful Thor is, hopefully, the next arc he has like a a legit foe that, that holds that can hold his own. And that is, you know, compelling. And I have heard that, like, I guess there's going to be a crossover between various Donnie Cates books. I hope that Thor is not ruined by that. Cause I'm not going to read venom. Yeah. yeah. I know that people really like venom, but I'm not going to read it. Like there's just I've tried so many times to get into Venom, and usually I read about two issues, and it's not even that it's bad. And this is not specific to Donny Cates, although I have tried Donny Cates Venom because it's so buzzworthy. Um, but I just can't. I just I'll read it. I'll be like that was a fine issue, and then I'll just never not read the next issue.
1: No, I agree. I think I probably uh, a Marvel Unlimited when he took over. I think I got maybe five issues. through the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe. And I even tried going through absolute carnage and I got through like a quarter of that. And I'm just like, nah, not interested.
0: Absolute carnage. I got through half of the first issue. Um, I just, yeah, I just wasn't, I mean, it's just, it's just not for me. I feel like venom and carnage have a very specific fan base. And like, there's this, this guy storm. I'm sure he doesn't listen to the podcast and <laughs> he likes, but he likes wrestling. He likes Metallica. He likes venom. He likes carnage. And then he likes, like, if you look at his poll list, he's like, you know, he's, he's reading. Yeah. He's, he's reading every single venom or carnage related thing. He was like, I just, I I wanted to read, uh, uh, some, something from DC. So I decided to read suicide squad. (laughs) Like the one that's his one DC book. Um, (laughs) You, you know, it just, and then just like the sort of weird nineties throwback. And then, and then also like, he, he has like random license titles like that. He likes, like he likes the power Rangers books and yeah. And he likes wrestling and he likes Metallica and he really, really, really hates pop music. Like he is, mm-hmm. he is as angry as metal fans were in the nineties at pop music. <laughs> he gets, he gets very he, he posts some very angry Facebook posts about perfectly harmless music um
1: I just miss Facebook for that reason almost
0: <laughs> so spider-man I forget you're not reading spider-man right yeah no. okay so this this sins so sins rising uh, has I was I was intrigued. Um, and like, and like, okay, this is Nick Spencer kind of trying to write a little bit of a more serious Spider-Man book. And it was like, this is fine. Uh, sin eater is killing villains and they come back nice. Uh, but there's, but there's this sort of Spider-Man and everybody who's smart knows that there's, there's going to be another shoe that drops. Like these guys are not really nice. And yeah. this guy is, is definitely a bad guy. Um, and there are some aspects of like, and so, but, but like, it started to turn a corner from like, this is an interesting idea, a solid story to like, oh, this is going to be good. Um, Cause now, uh, first of all, the sin, the sin eater, I think that's what it's called. Yeah. The sin eater has given his power to a mob of people who dress like him. And they're going after Norman Osborn, and uh, so Spider Man, uh, he's he's a little bit he's a little bit torn because he knows, like, what the Sin Eater is doing. There's there's obviously more to it, right? But also, Norman Osborn is pretty evil, yeah. Um, and so throughout this issue, uh, he teams up with and has a heart to heart with first Miles. And then with Gwen Ooh. and Gwen has like the single best spider Gwen moment, uh, that, that I've, that I've seen in any comic, uh, cause he's, he's basically talking to her. He's like, I want to know, you know, Norman Osborn is the person that killed the first woman that I loved. And I really do wish that I knew what she would want me to do in this situation. And, uh, and, Sp- and spider Gwen, uh, has this little monologue or this thing she says to him says the toughest part really is dealing with people who primarily know you or remember you because of your death. They all pretend to know this angelic idealized Gwen, the perfect girl, the tragic victim, but that's definitely not who I am. And I don't think yours was either. She wasn't the subplot in your story or anyone else's. However, she ended up here or however she ended up here on this bridge that was, that was her life. Good and bad. She owned it. You know, you've got a tough choice to make, but it's your choice. You know, and I, I really like, I really like this, um, sort of her acknowledging that. Cause it's not just that she is. It's not just that she is Gwen Stacy. Nobody knows any Gwen Stacy stories except for the one where she dies. Like nobody talks about, I don't even, I don't even know. Cause I, I don't, I haven't read enough there. Nobody talks about like, Oh, remember the issue where Peter Parker asked Gwen Stacy out the first time, or remember the issue when Gwen Stacy figured out Peter's secret identity or, or, or whatever. No, all you remember it, all you remember about Gwen Stacy is that she died. And that's, that's a really, uh, it's a really interesting thing. Um, but basically well, he has these hearts, these heart to hearts with miles and then with Gwen, And then, and he comes to the conclusion and he's like, yeah, okay. I thought about it a lot. I'm going to save Norman Osborn of course. Right. Yeah. Because of course he's going to do that. And then basically, uh, so there's, let's see, it looks like it's spider woman, uh, the other spider woman, or I think that's spider girl. Technically. I think that's Aranya, um, spider woman, spider girl, silk, Gwen, spider Gwen, uh, Miles and uh, the and the Madam Web Lady, they're like, well, I, we thought we would get through to him, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we have to stop Spider Man. So so he's got all the Spider Ladies and uh, and Miles are are they want they want them to let they wanted they want him to let people kill Norman Osborn, which is a really. Uh, it's a really interesting twist to me. I I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty intrigued. That's good. Of course, yeah. it's been spoiled that green goblin's coming back in two issues. So I have a feeling they're not going to kill off
1: green goblin,
0: but, or they're not going to kill off Norman Osborn, but you know, we'll see.
1: Yeah, probably not. Well, maybe the, his persona of Norman. Um, yeah, but obviously I, I saw some of the, previews for that too so
0: i mean i guess anybody i guess it was just the mask so yeah
1: go, uh, so
0: maybe it. maybe uh maybe peter parker becomes green goblin Ooh, that a twist. like in like in spider gwen
1: what a twist
0: so green lantern season two uh issues six and seven came out since uh since we talked last um you're not reading green lantern right no okay So season two is much better than season one. I feel like Uh, every, every issue tells its own story. There are some, some unifying threads, uh, but it does a really good job of telling its own story. So in issue five, Hal Jordan got like super crazy injured uh, fighting like a, some kind of Superman ish thing. And uh, he goes to sector general, which is the hospital. And, and so there, there are some aspects of like aliens treating other aliens in their hot, in the hospital. Like it's like almost got ER vibes for the first few pages until shenanigans ensue. And then in issue seven, Hal Jordan is dead because of what happens in issue six. And he's basically the specter for an issue. Okay. So Morrison is just telling all these different all these different like kind of self-contained stories with some unifying threads, uh, about, about Hal Jordan and different types of Hal Jordans. And, uh, there are like, and like, there's like new guardians of the universe. They're tall and sexy and blue instead of short and blue. Um, but they, uh, but really just a really interesting kind of, and, I mean, un- it's unfortunate that, like, I forget what happens in the issue before when I read the next issue. I'm sure that if you read them all together, there would be elements that were better. But also, it's, you know, sometimes it's nice to just kind of read a story and just kind of roll with it, you know?
1: Uh, yeah, unless you want to trade and read. I think that's uh, that's part of my uh, bad blood with DC is that they just don't put previews at the beginning. It's like, come on, just a little refresher would go a long way. Uh-huh. But, yeah, yeah, yeah whatever. Uh, are you reading the uh, new Mark Wade Fantastic Four book that came out? Antithesis? No. Uh, this is really cool. Is, um, um, Neil Adams is uh, drawing it. Um, first issue just came out, and it was pretty good. They had, uh, like, Nihilus open, or is coming through some portals from the Negative Zone, and they're sealing it up, and then Next thing you know, there's a meteor coming through to impact Earth, and it turns out it is the uh, Silver Surfer, and uh, Galactus is dead, um, which I don't know if it has any tie into Thor because obviously Galactus died there, but um, this might be separate. So there's going to be some kind of big battle. It looks like it's supposed to be a limited uh, run, but uh, um, the story was actually pretty good. The art definitely looks or reminds me of, you know, his his style, obviously, but you definitely look kind of older. You know, sometimes I can't tell if Sue's a man or a woman. Um, uh, The thing definitely had some interesting facial expressions. I mean, overall, it was uh, a pretty good read. Uh, Let's see. Are you reading. The three jokers or did you read?
0: Okay. Three okay. Yes. I was going to, br- I was just going to bring that up. So I was not going to read three jokers because I assumed that it was connected with uh metal because of three jokers suggesting like multiverse Ouch. shenanigans and, I'm just, I'm just like done with any. Like, if, if Scott Snyder is writing it and it is associated with Batman, I don't touch it with a 10 foot pole. But then I found out Three Jokers was not by Scott Snyder and has nothing to do with, uh, with Dark Knight's metal. It's, it's, it's basically the follow up to Doomsday Clock.
1: Yeah, I think so. Uh,
0: I mean, it's Jeff, you know, it's Jeff Johns writing his, like, a prestige piece. Uh, and, yeah, I I I got the first issue. Yeah, it was I liked it a lot.
1: Yeah, I kind of read the premise of there actually being three different Jokers, and um, and the person that kind of wrote the preview is like, uh, there is a huge colossal chance that this could be really good, but Jeff Johns could really fuck up the Joker origin and all this other stuff and ruin the character. So he's like, yeah, let's see what happens. Um, but no, I thought it was uh, definitely an interesting first book, especially how uh, Jason Todd ended everything at the very end. And, mm.
0: Yeah. Um, so, so let me say, I, I've gotten to the point now where I think I don't like the Joker, like just sort of in general, I think that he's, I think he's overused as a Batman villain. Yeah. And I've, I've seen a lot of bad or mediocre Joker stories, even of like, even like like if you watch the animated series almost every joker episode except for maybe except for christmas with the joker and the one that's like his first there's one that's like the first joker appearance although christmas with the joker is technically the first episode i don't know there's one that like feels like it's the first appearance of joker um like those two are pretty solid but pretty much every other one is i i'm not i'm not a fan of but this story, I'm like, this is this is really cool because it's you know it's it's it's, it's throwing back to it's throwing back to to killing joke and death in the family, which is something that comics do too much of and there's too much you know nostalgia or whatever. But because it's Jeff Johns, he just does it in such a compelling way and such a subtle way. I just i'm yeah i i'm I'm really excited for this,
1: yeah, obviously they have a plan committing three crimes at the same time,
0: mhm-, yeah, yeah, and and it's like, which one's the real joker, or maybe they're all the real joker, maybe the joker is a bunch of different people, I mean, oh man, it's so cool, like and and just also, yeah, just the premise of three people that appear to be the joker committed crimes at the same time feels like such a like. That's like a throwback Batman mystery. Yeah. Like, like it feels like something that could have that, that easily could have been the premise of a, of a, of Batman 66 of the, of the T of the TV show. And then it turns out it was the Riddler and and the penguin and they just painted their faces white.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Who knows with this, but uh, I think they, you know, triggering Jason and, you know, talking about all that sort of stuff is pretty interesting about him taking on the persona um, uh-huh. the person who killed him. And then Barbara wood was the last time you missed.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. 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 No, the ending of that, of that first issue is, is just, is just terrific. Like, yeah. I mean, I mean, spoilers, spoiler, McSpoilerson, uh, fast forward a couple of minutes. Uh, but, uh, like, Yeah, Jason Todd literally shooting the Joker. I mean, that's literally like, why doesn't Batman just shoot the Joker? Like, that's a thing that people have been saying for years and years and years and years. And then he says, I hope I shot the right one. Oh, man. (laughs) Oh, and like, and and that's going to, that's going to like completely like mess up the, or it's going to do something with the story because Batman trusted him to, trusted him and Barbara to take this guy to jail and, and he basically talked to them into shooting him.
1: Oh well, man. Sure That's part of the plan too. And you're going to find out like, yeah, who knows? Oh yeah. No, just, ter- just terrific. Just, yeah. And it wasn't like, I was almost kind of worried. I'm like, is this just going to be like as thick and wordy as doomsday? And it totally wasn't. It was, uh mm-hmm. um, just right amount of reading. I mean, Honestly, I would mind reading and having this be like a full like thirty minute book, but no, it was uh, it was really good. I'd like to go back through it probably again and check. Do you out know? Do you know how many issues it's going to be? I, had, I I'll open it up and see here. I actually I was checking before. i like, yep, they definitely didn't put it on the cover. Um, Cross my fingers for twelve. Nothing there. One right now. I could probably just go online and probably look. It looks
0: like it's probably three issues, Ooh. which would make sense to me.
1: Yeah. I can kind of see that too. Awesome
0: Comicsbeat.com. Their headline is three jokers is too many jokers. <laughs> no, I, I thought it was, I thought it was great. I mean, I, I, yeah, it's, so I'm not reading the main Batman book right now. And I was super disenchanted with, with uh, the end of Tom King's run. Like I just needed to take a break, but between, but between this and the, and the animated or the adventures continue is what it's called. The, the, the one that's in like pseudo animated series continuity.
1: Yeah.
0: Like this is the best Batman stuff that I've read in years.
1: I mean, well, the uh, the Sean Gordon Murphy was, has been pretty good, but no, like I'm, ex- I'm ex- excited. Well, I was talking to my buddy, and he goes, "Like I'm almost mad I even read that comic because I'm so mad I can't read the rest of them." Like this is so good, and he's he's a super big Joker fan, so that's mm-hmm. you know, grain of salt. But no, I, I didn't like it as much as he was like, man, it was just so good. I mean, I really enjoyed it, but he was like going like. Way overboard,
0: yeah. And the and the art is just is just amazing. It's it's very uh it's very reminiscent of the killing joke art style. Jason Um, Faybuck can really just he does great Batman and but yeah, just like just like how just like how Doomsday Clock had that Dave Gibbons look. Uh, this has that uh, whoever whoever did the art for killing joke, who did the art for killing joke? Philippe Giggle. Brian Boland did the art for Killing Joke, Killing Joke. so
1: oh. yeah, enjoyed that. Uh, are you reading Firepower by chance?
0: No, I'm not. Um, I I've I, I'll I'll probably that's one that I'll probably get around to eventually though. That's the Kirkman book, right?
1: Yeah, um, but no, that, that's been really good. Uh, let's see, other independent Dead Body Road. That's like a, that'll probably be a, of six. I think it's like three of six. That's been pretty good, and then. Um I've been reading the Dark Knight Death Metal stuff like that. Um actually that hasn't been half bad. Um once Snyder got off of uh, Justice League, Justice League's been pretty poopy and going to drop that so that's been Black has been I mean it's pretty much a Justice League book so let's kind of ride it out with that for now. And the last one that came out is like another number 1 like Trinity Crisis. Like I I can't even keep my head straight with these death metal books, like I could be missing half of them and I wouldn't know because they would probably be all number, number one or something. Um, yeah.
0: It's because it's cause number one's a sell. That's the, that's you know, the, like uh, a- the whole, the whole marketing thing is like issue I- issue ones. If it, if you make it issue one, then it'll sell twice as many.
1: Well, the last two metal books I've read have been number ones. Um, not even kidding. Well, one was a guide, but whatever. It's still a number one, <laughs> um, and I think that's about it. I'm missing like uh, issue number three of Strange Adventures, so I'm waiting for that before I read four and five. Mm-hmm. Three Strange
0: Adventures has has gotten really interesting. I I think it has it has moved away from the other Tom King stuff. Like I don't I don't I not necessarily saying it's like better or worse, but it is it is diff it is, it is different enough. Like it's not as weird as some of it as like, as like Mr. Miracle it's pretty, it's pretty straightforward, but it's also a really interesting, compelling story. And you can't tell is, you know, who's the good guy. Who's the bad guy. It seems like Mrs. Mrs. Adam strange is not telling the whole truth. And there's definitely some unreliable narrator type stuff. And, uh, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's really, it's really something. Um, also Mr. Terrific is, is really good in it. Um, they, I feel like, uh, and I, 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 never know it's a chicken or the egg situation, but, um, he does, he really reminds me a lot of the Mr. Terrific in the arrow show more so than any other incarnation of Mr. Terrific that I've ever read, uh, which is, you know, which is kind of cool, but also might just, but also might be intentional or it might be just coincidental because he's probably also the only one that I've read since seeing the show. And so I'm able to see the, you know, the parallels there. Um, But, but definitely, but definitely still good. Um, Yeah.
1: Well, I'm excited to read. I enjoyed the first two.
0: Captain America, I think, also did something with vampires. That's probably why I was confused about Wolverine.
1: But, yeah, no, uh, Dracula. Thanos is coming back. Yeah, it was different. It was
0: different vampires. It was like Hydra vampires or
1: something. Oh.
0: <coughs> Hopefully, I can edit all these coughs out. I keep. I got a little bit of heartburn. Oh well. Hopefully, I edit that last statement that I just sent out. Uh, <laughs> My wife and I have been watching the boys on Amazon. Have you watched watched that at all?
1: I've only got through the first episode, the first Uh, episode of the first season
0: or the second season. Yeah. First season. Okay.
1: Yeah. It's, it's pretty good.
0: Uh, It's, it's definitely, I've got a little bit of my little soapbox on it is I wish that they would have made it take place in the time period that the comic was written because there's sort of some social commentary involving fear of terror. Like there's metaphors of fear of terrorism and blind patriotism, like that, that parallels a lot with like the neoconservatism of the, of the early two thousands and doesn't ring as true with how those types of people would be acting right now. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, uh, like the, the, Home, Homelander, who's the the Superman guy that's got an American flag for a cape. They're doing like a focus group. And, and uh, he says, should we say for this marketing cam- campaign, should we say that they're saving a- the world or they're saving America? And he's like, well, obviously it has to be saving America. Um, <laughs> and uh, there's also like this idea of, because the premise of the show is that this, or the, or the first, this is the first plot twist. It's not, I wouldn't say it's a spoiler, but it's a little bit of a, of a spoiler in, in order, in the sense that like, it's like a, th- a spoiler for like the third episode of the first season. Um, but basically uh, superheroes all got powers because they got this formula injected into their, them when they were kids uh, in cl- up all the way down to like when they were babies sometimes uh and it was produced by this giant corporation who employs all the all the superheroes and uh so in the second season some terrorists have gotten a hold of this compound and so they're using and and uh so they use that as an excuse to have the superheroes actually work for the army as contractors and uh so the so it's so that's where the sort of fear of terrorism plays in plays into it and then also and maybe this is the most egregious thing is the aquaman character feels very much like a pre new 52 joke about aquaman yeah <laughs> like like he's i feel like i feel like aquaman between you know first we had new 52 aquaman and then we had the Aqu- aquaman in the movies now i think people people kind of people like Aquaman. He's not like this loser character. They kind of make him more and more of a, of a loser schlub through, through the, through the first season and into the second season. Um, and it just, I don't know. It, it, I feel like it would have been better if they had, if, cause it's, and it's also like one of these things uh, where I've been, I've been noticing it a lot where it's like, it's a period piece, except for they say it takes place now and they all have smartphones. So it's like, the, the way the look and feel of it is very early two thousands, but then they all have smartphones. So they wouldn't have had, you know, if it was 2003, they wouldn't have smartphones. Uh, and then also like it, they say it's 2020, you know, but it's just, yeah. But otherwise it's really good. But other than that, it's, it's really, it's really good, really interesting characters. Uh, I like that they, they make the superheroes really, when they say that they make the superheroes like celebrities, it's that's a that's a very apt comparison in that they are not necessarily all horrible people but they are um vain and self-absorbed and uh don't actually do very much heroing um and uh, i was talking to a friend and and he was saying that maybe the reason that they that they do that or that they're able to get away with that is that people are so scared like the normal civilians are so scared of the ideas of these gods living among them that, that they have to tell themselves, Oh, well it's okay. Cause they're superheroes. And I thought that was a really, a really interesting uh, yeah. thought. Did you ever read those comics? Cause I know you're a Garth Ennis guy.
1: No, actually I, uh, I thought i go through uh hoopla and um, favorited a bunch of them. I think I was, and that's why I wasn't sure if I should go through and read the story first, or read the books and then go through and watch the show. Because um, I ended up watching the show like a few months ago. I just watched the first episode, and I think I was going to try to get my wife into it. She didn't want to, so I and I think something else came up, like it usually does. Um, so I was recently just just thinking about if I just want to read the story first and then watch it. Mm.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't know how. I don't know how true it is to the comics. Um, or how, cause a lot of times, a lot of times with these shows, they, they deconstruct the story so much, like you, they'll only ever, they'll only ever tell the first 12 issues worth of story because yeah. they stretch it out so much.
1: Um, I don't know. We'll see. Well, I thought the, I mean, the very, uh, <laughs> just the, the end of the first episode, just the first episode was very compelling and I've heard nothing but good things about it. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Did you happen to watch, I know you hate trailers. Did you watch the Batman trailer by chance? I don't remember
0: because my wife watched it while I was doing something else on her phone and then I meant to watch it. I really did mean to watch it, but I didn't. I don't think I did. If I did, I don't remember.
1: Yeah. Um, Yeah. I don't think I did. I enjoyed it. Well, um, I think it'll be a pretty good Batman.
0: How long is it? Maybe I can watch it right now.
1: I feel like it might even be like three minutes, but that could be with all the slow moving bad. I mean, you could probably pull it up there and watch it really quick. Um,
0: well, I'll just, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll give you my live reaction.
1: Yeah. And, and one thing you have to remember is that we're going to show the penguin and that's Colin Farrell. Remember Colin Farrell? Yeah. Yeah. I know who Colin Farrell is kind of a Brailer White guy name I'm sure but no uh, more lies yeah I want you hear the, uh, the tape from your secret friend the know who you're watching a best trailer
0: that's know wrong having a clue let's play a game just me and you any of this what mean, mean anything to you? Green. To the Batman. That guy definitely looks like Robert Pattinson.
1: Yeah. You're becoming quite a celebrity. Not as bail.
0: Definitely not as thick as that much. Okay, he works as. He, he works to with you? the black hair, he works as a he works as a Bruce Wayne. If you are justice, please do not lie. What is the price for your blind eye? The
1: hell are you supposed to be?
0: I'm vengeance. I'm gonna say I'm Batman. Whoa!
1: This guy's crazy! You're
0: gonna say I am the knight?
1: going to beat up everybody and i also like how it's kind of like year two so it's not going to be uh an origin story
0: right 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 yeah that's 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 a good call it you know what actually the vibes that i'm getting from it more than anything is uh uh tim burton vibes
1: yeah i can definitely see that whereas yeah <laughs> it's like a weird parade coming through it brings a little map mobile yeah snow. i mean
0: i mean like it's, it's obviously like dark, like darker and kind of like grimmer, but it's like the way that, cause like when I was a little kid, when I was like five, like the Tim Burton movies had some elements of, of scariness, of scary creepiness to them.
1: Um, definitely darker. Well, I mean, Schumacher sometimes felt like it was trying to keep that darkness, but it just felt like everything was just Chrome and shiny. It was, uh, no, but yeah, I think I was talking to somebody else like, man, that, that movie is just dark as fuck. Like there was like no sunshine in any of it. I'm like, no, that's absolutely correct. I think it was just completely dark the whole time. And it probably will be. Um, but he just like goes crazy on that dude. Uh, so fast. And that's one thing I'd say if i um, compared, I mean, Ben Affleck seems like he's like almost a sloth running around in that bad right, suit right. Uh, Pattinson and jumping on that guy. Um, and I was even watching I think might've been Batman begins. And I was talking to someone else where they're like, I'm like Pattinson looks like a waif. Like he looks like he's tiny. Like he's like six one. I'm like, well look at Batman begins. And of course it goes through and they're like, well it's year two. He'll get beefed up eventually. I'm like, well look at Bale. I mean, obviously they did like the whole, you know, Tibetan training sequence. Mm -hmm. The guy was thick as fuck. I mean like he was muscular. I mean, I still think he's pretty agile as that Batman, but yeah, he makes Pattinson look like a little kid. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, Pat, yeah. Pattinson
0: looks young. He definitely looks young, uh, which is good because he's supposed yeah. to be young. Uh, also, frankly, I like Batman better. Like, I understand if you have an old Batman that he kind of has to be built like a tank because he's, he's either because he's, he's going to be like kind of sl- a little bit slower. He's, he's gotta be, he's gotta have some meat on him and he probably has to have like cybernetic things to make him a little bit stronger because he's old. But when you've got a young Batman to me, he should be wearing, he should basically be wearing spandex. Like he shouldn't be wearing like armor armor.
1: That's pretty much Yeah. That's exactly what pretty much what he has on. I think a lot of people said like the, um like the Arkham Asylum games, like, like that Batman mm-hmm. uh, and when he was beating up that guy they're like he just went like x x x a all over him <laughs> <laughs> he pretty much did I also you you know and you know the the other thing
0: that I like is that he takes off the mask in the trailer and he's got the black makeup because if if in real life that's what you would have to do you know to keep it all black except for your eyes is you would have to have, you would have to actually have makeup there. He's not just wearing it there. He doesn't just have it there because he's emo.
1: No. Well, he actually just got back from, uh, my chemical romance concert. So Kendall, and And you
0: know what else? And you know what else?
1: Who cares? You're, you're allowed to be emo if you want. (laughs) No, I think it's an awesome touch. I think it just, it makes it more authentic. And, Mm -hmm. um, and I think I kind of the same thing with like the Batmobile where it's like, obviously it's souped up, but it's like a, you know, it's a car. It's not,
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, right, like a limo with a jetpack on the back of it, yeah. or whatever. Um, so I think there's definitely going to be a lot more what I don't know, you say authentic as real as you could possibly get, but maybe less exaggerated aspects of Batman and mm-hmm. having the eye black on there and stuff like that. And who you knows, maybe the if we get a, a better look at the shoot, it'll probably look a little bit more homemade and less like we have the research and development of Wayne military tech to develop for us. So, yeah.
0: And not that, I mean, I mean, not that that other, that those other takes are not valid. Uh, but it is, it is always like we've had 73 Batman movies at this point. Uh, and, and with, with 74 actors playing Batman. Uh, so, so give me something, you know, give me something that's either different or that plays, or that is going to play into my, my nostalgia. And it looks like this is going to do one or the other.
1: <laughs> and, yeah, and definitely more homegrown and less. Yeah. Like,
0: yeah, yeah. It
1: looks cool. And it looks, yeah. I don't
0: know. Gotham city should look like New York. It should look like my idea of New York in the seventies. Yeah. Like if you can't, if you can't see the air in Gotham city, you're doing it wrong. You know, the skies are red in, the skies are red in, uh, in San Francisco right now in Gotham city, the sky should be gray. Like Always dark. that's one of the things, that's one of the things that, uh, the, the Gotham show kind of got right. Like they got the, the feel of Gotham city, which is a good thing. Cause that's the title of the show and that the Joker movie got totally wrong. I, I didn't feel like the Joker movie the city, the city, the city, actually that's funny. Cause the city in the Joker movie looked like New York in the seventies, but, <laughs> but yeah. it looked like a realistic New York in the seventies instead of a, uh, you know, instead of a, a stylized New York in the seventies, I think maybe that's my point. I don't know. I don't know no, what that, my point is that point. this movie looks good.
1: Yeah, no, I think, uh, Well, and they said it's only, they've only shot like a quarter of it or something like that. So Mm. patents and tested positive for COVID last week. So who knows whenever they're going to get that Mm. all put back together. But I'm just thinking like, there are going to be so many movies crammed into 2021 and probably 2022, like forever allowed back in the movie theaters, or if they're open to ever like releasing on demand, um, there's just going to be a ton of movies for comic books.
0: Yeah. We'll see. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. I think it's going to be weird. Once things go back to normal, it's going to be weird because yes, yes, there are going to be some movies that are like, that have been in the can, but also I think some of those movies that we, that are scheduled for 21 are, are going to get pushed back because like, like this one, if, if we don't, if they can't move forward with it pretty soon, then it'll probably get delayed.
1: Uh, I mean, there's still a lot of movies out there. that are still like, they're in production right now that they're right. going forward as long as they can, you know, keep people from being dumb. And
0: yeah, yeah. It just, it seems like, cause we're, at, we're cause we're at a point where there's not going to be a TV season this fall. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, there's going to be somewhere. There's going to either be a gap or we're going to get like weird, or we're going to get like writer's strike quality movies. We're going to get transformers revenge of the fallen kind of thing. Yeah. A um, whole bunch of movies. Yeah. Eventually they will run out of things. And especially if, I mean, if, if we can't, if things can't get back to normal in the next, in the next couple months, um, I don't know. Oh, I speaking of doing things that are normal. I saw new mutants. <gasps> How was it? I really liked it. Uh, terrible (laughs) no no i i re i really enjoy i thought it was i thought it was terrifically done um uh it's almost like a bottle episode of a movie because there's about there's about uh i think there's six i think there's literally six characters in the movie seven if you count the girl's dad that dies in the first scene Mm. um and uh and it all takes place in this in this like uh I mean, it's, it's their like compound or whatever, but it's basically like a boarding school mansion type thing. Um, but like one kind of one set and, uh, yeah, uh, good like representation. I mean, the, the, the main character, the main character is a, is a lesbian and, and there's four and, and of the six, four women, two men. So like ver and, and various, uh, ethnicities, Uh, so really, uh, really, really good in that, in that respect. And then like, it almost has like a breakfast club girl interrupted kind of feel where you've got like these, all these characters are kind of archetypes. I didn't feel like they were stereotypes per se, but they were definitely like, uh, like Ilyana Rasputin, which who, by the way, is the only character that I had heard of. Um, Ilyana, Ilyana, um, is kind of the, the mean girl. Yeah. And and it's just done perfectly and the the effects uh were obviously like they didn't have a bajil- a bajillion dollars. I mean I don't know how much the movie cost to make, but they didn't have Avengers Endgame money. <laughs> yeah. But uh so they so they just had kind of a few scenes where they where they did some really cool special effects. Um I think it was kinda like kind of like Deadpool in that sense. You know, Deadpool had just like, they had like one CGI character and a few scenes with lots of special effects, but a lot of scenes with not so many Yeah, um, that it was kind of, kind of like that. And then just, and then just, yeah, like, you know, the, the, the people come together at the end to fight the bad guy and the good guys win and the bad guys lose. And it was just a, it was just a, like a really, I just felt it was really solid. Like, like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it was, I wouldn't say it was like 10 out of 10, uh, but it was, it was a solid, you know, a solid eight out of 10, probably I would say.
1: Pretty good. I'll definitely check it out at some point.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I would also say it's not, it's not worth getting COVID for. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Like it's, it's not, it's, it's not, I mean, not that anything is, but it's not worth, uh, putting yourself in a, into a bad situation. I don't think that the way that people said like Tenet, although I've heard mixed reviews with, of Tenet as well, but like Tenet is the kind of movie that you have to see in a theater like it's going to be a unique experience. New Mutants, the the theater it I don't think that the theater adds that much to the experience. So yeah. waiting for it to be on digital would be fine. Especially going to a theater that's empty.
1: Yeah, I- someone I talked to that I worked with. So they went to the theater last weekend with their daughter and they were like the only ones in there. Mm-hmm. So,
0: which by the way, I'm thinking about renting a theater, uh, Cinemark down the road has very, they, they will rent out the entire theater for your party for like a hundred dollars.
1: Okay,
0: um, I'm thinking about doing that for wonder woman. If you're interested in getting in on that, that would be uh-huh. help us dilute uh-huh. the price.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Okay, okay. I'll I'll keep you in the loop on that. Um, thinking about doing it either for Wonder Woman or for um, Black Widow because Wonder Woman is coming out in October. Um,
1: uh, Wonder Woman got pushed back to Christmas.
0: Oh, it got pushed back. Okay, because the what, comic book uh, told me uh, the comic book that I got yesterday told me that that it was coming out in October. Okay, yeah, Black, got pushed back, it's, back it's, again. Okay, um, so we'll see. Well, but then Black Widow Well, then Black Widow probably that's gonna be no I think that's still November, right? That's no, 2021. They just pushed They it pushed back. it too? Okay. Yeah. Well well if if any of the big things do come out and sort of ruin And they and they wanna and they and, and we wanna re- rent a the theater. I'll I'll keep you in the loop. Okay, oh, well, I didn't realize that they had pushed those back even further. That's really interesting. That's why you were saying that's why you were saying that uh that there's there's going to be a lot of stuff coming out in 2021. Okay, that makes a lot more sense now that now that you've given me that context. Although, I also suspect that uh, some of the 2021 stuff will end up getting pushed back further. Oh if no, it, totally. Well, they said uh,
1: since Mulan kind of sucked, but I think that had a lot of different factors to it. They're just gonna like that's what they're waiting for for Black Widow if they actually release it on demand, um, probably through Disney Plus. Um, but since the Mulan didn't do that well, they're just going to wait till 2021. Right. And- right. Mulan, sure. the
0: Mulan controversy, like, I mean, I know that there's like, there's like, uh, 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 problematic aspects that have to do with Chinese government stuff with Mulan that I am not qualified to speak on. But as far as the, as far as the idea of people getting really angry that Disney plus was charging lots of money to watch Mulan on demand.
1: Like, were you really going to see it in the theaters though? Okay. So here, so I checked it out. So we have Disney plus and you have to sign up for like the executive pass or something like that. Yeah. yeah. You pay 30 bucks. Um, but you can watch it as many times as you want. Um, obviously as many people in your household can watch right. it. So honestly, compared to a movie ticket, I think it's very affordable. Right. Right.
0: Honestly. Yeah. If it was, you're right. Cause because with my Disney Plus membership, like, so these are the people that watched Hamilton, for example, with my Disney Plus membership. Me, my wife, my sister-in-law, my parents, possibly my sister. I don't know if she actually watched it or not. And possibly my in-laws. I'm not sure if they watched it or not. So that's like, yeah, that's like $3 a person. <laughs> yeah, I, I I, don't think that, I mean... To me, it's like, to me, it's like not only, but, but to me, it's like, it's like, not only is it not that crazy of a price, like it's, first of all, it's like, it's also going to be free on Disney plus in a few months, probably. Yeah, it,
1: I think that's, uh, I can't remember. I don't know if they, when they said, but that's, I mean, that's,
0: so, that's the idea. Why? I just don't understand why you would get angry. It's like, first of all, people are angry that the movie's being made at all because it doesn't have the dragon in it and that's going to ruin their childhood. And, it, and, and it's like, and there's been 45 and they're also angry about all 45 other live action Disney remakes that have been made because apparently it destroys everything. I mean, look, I'm a, I am a super fan rage guy and I understand that, that these, that these properties are more important to other people than they are to me. But like, really, you're going to get mad that they like want to charge money like, like they're Disney. They're going to charge as much as they possibly can. All this time we've had, uh, it seems like it seems like cause they've kept that $20 price point on the first run digital stuff throughout quarantine. Uh, the, the handful of movies that they released that way, like Bill and Ted, I guess was released that way. Uh, and people must be willing to pay that. Uh, we paid that for the, the movie with the guy from Saturday Night Live the pete davidson movie king of staten island oh, yeah. yeah um yeah we paid we had i had uh, my sister-in-law came over and we paid 20 dollars to see it like you know pay
1: hey, for Bill and ted yeah how was how was I, bill and ted uh i mean i was around for the very beginning like i watched all of them um it, i mean it's very true to you know bill and ted i, I it was enjoyable and and part of our excuse was like, shit, we haven't been to a movie theater in a year. <laughs> right, um, right. No longer. We haven't. And this is like our date nights sort where of uh-huh. like, let's movie, let's do it. Um, and honestly, I paid the $5 more just to have it.
0: Right, right. Um, So question,
1: how did it compare to Jay
0: and Silent Bob reboot?
1: Um, Oh, I, it's better. It's better. Okay. Yeah. Overall quality, totally. 100% better. Okay. Um, I mean, it's, it's like, uh, they have daughters and the daughters that they picked for them are really good. And mm-hmm. Keanu is looking really old without any facial hair. Okay. Uh, but they're very true to character. And I think that's one of the things you just have to remember how dopey these guys right,
0: are. Right. I mean, as long as it's, as long as it was fun and silly, uh, that's,
1: oh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's. I mean, they're still like going through time and and it's like, as their daughters are putting together a band to help them. Mm Right. It's like, they were supposed to write the perfect song to unify everybody. And it just hasn't happened yet. (laughs) (laughs) And And like eventually gets to the point where like Bill has a theremin and Ted is, you know, playing some like sort of stupid drums and, you know, like this is our next single and it shows them over time, like how they've mm. put out all these albums and it's all just crap. And so they just think that they're never going to, you know, write the song and mm. whatever. But I mean, it's, it's definitely uh, a neat story. I mean, okay. it, it's funny.
0: It's okay. A- yeah. 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 That's good. I just, I heard like one, literally one person, uh, was like on a social media and was like watching the new bill and Ted haven't laughed once yet. And I was like, uh-oh. Because, you know, comedy sequels are hard.
1: Well, that's one thing, too. It's like you have to like keep in mind that they're really dopey guys. This is uh-huh. a stupid comedy. It's definitely not like Dumb and Dumber class. <laughs> but, right. again, like you said, it's a sequel. Um, but, overall, it's... It, it, it's true the story mm-hmm. uh, or kind of the previous stories and the characters and it's uh, the daughters are a really nice touch. My wife really likes it so far. Okay. Her, her really well, I'll, it,
0: so. yeah, I'll, uh, I'll definitely, I'll definitely check it out at some point.
1: Uh, if it drops down to like five bucks or seven bucks, yeah, it's yeah. A better buy, I would say.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't feel, I don't feel the need to watch it right away. Um, It's the kind of thing I probably would have, um, I think actually like I almost, cause it came out at the same time as new mutants. I almost did that. But then I was like, no, I'll go to the theater and see new Mutants. by the way, I was, I w it was me. And then there was a COVID bro. And his girlfriend were kind of on the other side of the, of the theater.
1: Um, I can't, a lot of people would be going out for that anyways. And but, they,
0: and they were talking during the entire thing. Uh, it was like, it was a big enough theater that was like, that was like, I couldn't hear what they were saying, but I could tell that they were talking. Yeah. I don't know. And I also, I thought it was a, li- it was a dad and his little kid. So I like kind of gave him like I did. I was like, oh, okay, well maybe the little kids having fun, but no, it was definitely, it was definitely like two, two college students. Yeah. Uh, one, one of whom looked very bro. Oh, fine. Uh, I think it's about time to wrap
1: this thing up. Oh
0: yeah. 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 We've been, we've been rambling.
1: Well, thanks. Good. Yeah what huh say what you were gonna say well no no i think no that was good that was uh, a good talk about other stuff besides just the you know same stuff that we've been yeah reading (laughs) so it's good to hear that there's stuff coming back and trailers and other fun stuff going on as well yes
0: all right well thanks everyone for listening and until next time keep reading those comics
1: they say oh KendallCast.Ninja, celebrating media, hobbies, and passions since 2014.